this is your best show you will ever have. <clears throat> Welcome to the show. We're so glad you're here. Now let's have some fun. Yeah. All right. Yay. Yay. We're back oh, again. Like, yes, we are. <laughs> we just don't know when to quit. I know. Someone stop us before we record again. <laughs> but well, welcome everybody who's out there in our minds uh, listening to the, listening to this podcast. Um, this is the Brian Trust. I am Brian. I also too am Brian. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it was an awkward pause. They're like, it was I, very awkward. Am pause, I on? Hello. Is this thing on? Awkward pause. Like a like a like a <laughs> like a dog with two short front legs. Awkward pause. Oh, that's a sad. That's it not, is. That's not it's right. So cute. I apologize for my. <laughs> Looks like a hot rod. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what, what that episode means. number is this? Come come on, come back. I here. don't know what that means. Okay, so welcome everybody to episode zero zero zero. Three. Three. Yeah, three zero. Yeah, okay. <laughs> One, two, three, three. There three. we go. Episode three of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, we're back again um, to do more interesting things. So how are you, Brian? You, I'm great. How are you? Yeah. What have you been up to this week? Uh, more work. Yay. Still more work. Work is good. Yeah. Busy Putting is good. Together. Yes, yes. It's um, Income is good. I've been, I've been doing a lot more reading in my spare time, trying to catch up on a... <laughs> On the stockpile of books that goes basically from floor to ceiling. Oh. Um, but I just finished this week, I finished volume one of the six-volume memoir of the Second World War by Winston Churchill. Hmm. Uh, volume one was called The Gathering Storm. So it's everything up to the time when he becomes prime minister. Very interesting. So it covers like about a 10-year, about an eight-year span from when he kind of returns to government and returns to parliament and then joins the government and, and eventually becomes uh, Lord first Lord of the Admiralty and mm. all that. But it's a very detailed description of everything that was going on mm-hmm. at that time. And it was written shortly after the war ended. So it, it's kind of fascinating. So it's a very fresh, yeah, very fresh take on the entire war from a guy who was at the, uh, the highest levels of what was going on. So he was there. It's true. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating because, and there was a whole bunch of, and he he tells some of it from the German side as well because you know since it's post war they have access to all these documents now and so he's like well now we know this happened mm. during this time you know during the run up to the war this is the kind of stuff that was going on on top of it so right. you can see why we reacted the way we did and is it all like um, factual or does he throw in uh, you know like his own personal feelings and thoughts and concerns and stuff like that well yeah it's done i mean it's it's largely from his experience. i mean it's his experience of the war, but there's a lot of factual uh, elements to it because he, mm-hmm. he, and he was known for writing very solid histories even prior to this. Right. So it's something that it, it's well within his wheelhouse in terms of his nonfiction writing and that kind of thing. So he does back up everything that he does with facts mm. largely. Um, so I, I did find it interesting. I've read I've read the first volume before, but it'd been a lot of years. And this time I really kind of wanted to get through the whole thing. Nice. So I'm going to be starting volume two on Monday. Wow. And um, so, yeah, I've got that. But then I also have uh, 
I, I got a copy of the Martian, the book, ah. since I saw the movie yes. last time. And, and so I, I have the book now and I really want to read the book. I'm interested in, uh, do I mean, the first line of the book is just like, I am really tough. Uh, so oh, like, yeah. explicit. You're going to have to edit that word out, mister. I, I, I will. It's fine. <laughs> I don't want an explicit tag on this podcast. We're not going to get an explicit tag on the podcast. It's fine. How are you going to do it? Are you going to reverse the word and scratch it? How are you going to how are you going to wipe that out or just I'll, it out? I'll I'll come up with something. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> severely severely cuffed. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what was the last book that I go. read that was a movie? Let me think. Let me look at my library over here. Oh, Forrest Gump was the last book that I so you kind of know what's in my library now. Well, at least one title. Uh, I, I also it doesn't ha- surprise me. I have some fantastic titles. I have King Dork. I have Last Days of Summer and Why Do Men Have Nipples? That's an interesting random book. Am I going to have to edit that now, too? No, nope. just- nipples <laughs> is not a bad word. Just like anus. Why do men have ninnies? Yeah. Uh, no, Forrest Gump was the last book that I read. Um, mm. uh, that was a movie. And right. it's, I actually recommend it. It's uh, the book. The book is very different from the movie. Well, sure. It's similar, but it's it's laugh out loud. I was actually sitting on a beach. I think we, uh, we had vacationed in uh, Mexico, I think. And I was sitting on the beach cracking up and uh, uh, people were concerned that I was. I feel like that was a, it's been a long time since you cracked a book <laughs> based on that description. No, <laughs> thank you. Uh, when were you in Mexico? Was this over the summer or was this five years ago, maybe? But that wasn't the last time I read a book. That was the last book that was actually a movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. I, I don't <laughs> like, uh, I don't frequently read books that were movies uh, just because one of them ruins it for the other. You know, that's how I, I feel. I never find that to be the case. It's interesting. I'm always it disappointed. Depends on... so I'm disappointed in one of them. And so I just, well, I find I just choose that one. What I like to do sometimes is I'll often see the movie first. Hmm. And then when I read the book, I mean, I visualize those people in those roles, but it, it changes up the dialogue and the context of what's going mm-hmm, on. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you kind of get a sense sometimes after the fact, like, oh, yeah, I don't know why they were cast in that part. Yeah. But, you know, and that's fine. Like, it doesn't, I find it doesn't ruin things for me. And sometimes the book is better than the movie. Yeah. But sometimes the movie is better than the book. Like with, yep. um, I want to say, like Hunt for Red October. Oh. Well, no, they were both good in different ways. The ending in, in the book is a little different mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than what happened in the movie. And Yeah. But uh, actually, Jurassic Park, I like the movie way better than the book. Mm-hmm. Um, the book have, was a little boring for me. <laughs> but Michael, ever, Cri- Michael Crichton's always been kind of hit or miss for me. Sure. So, Have you ever read uh, The World According to Garp? That's I have actually, not, and I, I. It's actually a really good book. I've only seen bits of the movie, so oh, I the movie's really... hilarious. I recommend both. That, that's yeah. actually an exception. That was the both an exceptional book, and the movie's just amazing. One of Robin sure, Williams, sure. Uh, I think, best parts was it just. Uh, I love that movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw bits of it. I saw a bit of it when I was a kid, and so I avoided going back for a while. <laughs> oh no, that's a good one. Yeah, that's not that's not a movie for children. That's for sure. Hmm. Um. No, it's not a movie for children. Gump? <laughs> it's just not. I mean, uh, I Garp? Garp? I don't think so. Not for children? Let me well, think. the movie itself was rated R, so that didn't... It was. Uh, a little bit of swearing. Uh, like, I think one scene of nudity. A little violence, but that's... The, that's uh, very, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah a little, it, it little might violence. be a little neutered today, but yeah. I uh, would have got it. Would've, see, here's... Oh, here's an interesting thing. I, so I wonder, with the ratings that have changed over the years, if movies that were... That had gotten a certain rating... 
before we saw like PG-13 and NC-17, would they have a different rating today? And I think that's true. I think so. Well, yeah, no, no. Yeah, I absolutely believe that. So um, I wonder like if Garp maybe would have gotten a PG-13. There are some, well, there are some movies that I've seen where they, like years later, they have been reclassified and downgraded. So really? they were, yeah, it's not often, but every once in a while I've seen a movie that I know in the theaters was like an R because I was not allowed to go see it. Yeah. And it comes out on video like years later or whatever. And it's like PG all of a sudden. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it's just so tame yeah. compared to what's out there now. It's like, oh, Okay. Yeah, I learned something can, uh, not too long ago was that sometimes a movie's direction will change based on a rating that they may or may not want. So, for example, uh, Saving Mr. Banks, right, yeah. with Tom Hanks. Well, they had a scene in there where, you know, Tom Hanks plays Walt Disney and Walt Disney was yeah. smoking. Well, they had uh, they had they knew that in the and this is this is Tom Hanks talking. I'm just kind of rephrasing sure. what Tom Hanks had said uh, he had said any. And he had learned this too that any any scene that has somebody physically smoking, where you can see them smoking, automatically gets a rated R. Mm. And so, what they had to do with the movie, because in the scene he was smoking, and so what they had to do was they had to get creative. And instead of him smoking, what they did was um, the scene uh, is with um, P.L. Travers, right? right. Her her mm-hmm. the the character. Um, she kind of bursts into Walt Disney's office, and instead of seeing him smoking, we're seeing him put it out. Right, yeah, because so, Disney, the company did not want to show him as anything other than the golden exactly, god he is. Exactly, but it's uh, factual as that they, you as know, say, he, yeah. died of, he died of lung cancer. Well, yeah, dude, he was smoking. Like a, he was a, he was a smoker. Yeah. So anyway, but that but that it it was interesting to learn about that sometimes a, a movie in production will take a different direction because they don't want they don't want that rated R. Like a, you know, a movie about Walt Disney should not have been rated R. That would be weird. well, no, and uh, but to be fair, that that uh, that's a Disney talking about that. Like, no, mm, you know, we can't, we don't want to look bad, et cetera, et cetera. It's right. Like that was the whole thing. Uh, what was it? Escape from Tomorrowland is the kind of guerrilla style pseudo horror film that somebody shot on the fl- on the sly at Disney World. Oh, and right. Turned it into like turned it into a horror film, and Disney was not aware of it, so they were yeah. not happy. No, that the, when the movie was released, <laughs> so it was like ah. But then it really wasn't that great of a film, so I don't know what they were. Well, it was all shot on home, yeah. home video equipment, right? I I think that, well, no, it was shot on. Well, yeah, I mean, it was basically shot on a smartphone camera. Yeah, it wasn't like a big production. It was these, you know, folks no, but the, sneaking but these around. These days, right? you can yeah. shoot, you can shoot on like an iPhone, and it looks oh, yeah. fantastic. Oh, you know, yeah. so oh, if you yeah. if you know what you're doing, and this guy kind of knew what he was doing, but the plot was a little weak, I guess. So sure. like, it really wasn't. My understanding was it wasn't super. It it was hyped up a little bit more than it probably should have been. Much like the right. Blair Witch Project. Oh, um, which I I didn't hate the Blair Witch Project. I just the uh, it was. I think it was just way overhyped. Yeah. Well, so, here's the thing. Well, and, so. and and Halloween is right on the corner. That is, this is true. So, this is appropriate. But movies like that, like Blair Witch Project, and oh, let's say Paranormal Activity, right? Yeah. Oh. It, now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you watch those movies in the comfort of your own home with the sound at a normal volume and the lights all on, mm-hmm. they're pretty dumb movies. Yeah. They're really stupid. Not very scary at all. You're like, what's going on? This is boring. You get into a theater. Right where the where the volume is abnormally loud, and you're yeah. with a bunch of people, and you're feeding off of their, you know, they're scared. You're, mm-hmm. Everybody's feeding off mm-hmm. of that, so you jack up the volume, and every little bump and thud 
you know, just kind of, it picks at your nerves and you kind of, you get all jittery. Right. Yeah, yeah. So by the end of the movie, you're a, you're a nervous mess. And so when the final, when the finale happens, right, the big scary moment, you're coming out of your skin and then they leave it dark. You know, the movie's over and it's like dark for two minutes and people are like, get me out of here. You know, sort and of. See, thing. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get that at all. Like, I went to see the Blair Witch Project in the theater when it when it came out because I was curious enough. But for me, the all the handheld, the shaky cams, like I hate shaky cam with a passion because right. it just gives me a headache. Well, it's supposed to, to try be and follow what's going on, yeah. and it, yeah. the whole movie's that way. Which I mean, it was basically the actors holding the camera the whole time, yeah. and and the ending was kind of anticlimactic and it was yeah. just sort of like, I, uh, I, don't I don't know, know what, yeah, <laughs> God, sorry, another edit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, record, no, though, I, you, you said the F word. <laughs> fiddlesticks. Sorry. I did it again. <laughs> Foop. Um, filth, flarn, flarn, filth, flarn, filth. <laughs> anyway, but, but, really, I, you're, but quote, you're quoting Bill Cosby on this podcast. Really? Why not? I'm I'm nah. calling Bill Cosby the comedian, not Bill Cosby the, you know, what accused happened. everything else. The, the, the <laughs> accused. Yes, I'm not saying one way or the other would happen. The accused. 30, 37 women can't be wrong. Oh. <laughs> too too soon. Too soon. Okay. Yeah. I like good comedy. Good clean comedy. Yes. Which is, which is actually something that's coming up later. I know it ties in well. <laughs> Se- segue. But first, first. Harvest? I gotta take a whiz. No, um, oh. <laughs> sorry, that's not clean comedy. That's Ren and Stimpy. Weren't you supposed um, to take care of all of that before we hit record? You know, you'd think so, but it's not like blowing your nose. It takes a little time. <laughs> hey, man, nobody wants to hear. <laughs> you know, nobody wants to hear bats in the cave. Oh, dude, I just gotta say, your nose blows. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so was that funny? No, it's it, not. I don't know. So. <laughs> So, yes, yeah, so I was doing a lot of reading as we got off on a long round. Okay, hole. a lot of reading. So what have you been doing this week? Uh, I've been working. Yeah. Uh, working, 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 and trip to the dealership. No, 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 I didn't do that. Never mind. Scratch that. <laughs> Wait, I don't know. All these weeks are blending together. No, dealership? Was, for- de- dealership. No, 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 I didn't. I didn't go. That was... Uh, that was last week. This what drugs I, this were you week, buying? You no, know, this week was uh, all <laughs> work. You to go see your dealer? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll work, visited with some friends, had some lunch. You know, nothing nothing major, really. Boring. Uh, boring. No, work, <laughs> is, uh, work is good. Busy is good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, productive is good. Productive is good. <laughs> Busy, yes. yeah, you know. Okay. Yeah, but it's all been good. Cool. All right, right on. Good okay. stuff. Mm-hmm. All righty, so... Tell you what, should we get into the news? Do it. You think? All right. Brian's in the news. And you you know what? This time, I want to let you go first. Well, thank you. Because you have a news story this time, which is great. Yes, I do. All right. Well, coming out of KPCC in Southern California. Okay. We have the headline, Bang on a Can brings Brian Eno's music for airports to a U.S. airport for the first time. This is awesome. Uh, the Bang on a Can All-Stars is an ensemble. I'm quoting from their website. Uh, the Bang on a Can All-Stars is an ensemble dedicated to what's known as new music, a genre that includes everything from contemporary classical to experimental and the avant-garde. Very hmm. interesting. Yeah. 
Very cool. I, I listened to a little bit of his music, and very, it's very new agey. It's very serene, very ambiance. It's nice. I like it. It's coming to an okay. airport near you. So good job, Brian Eno. Congratulations. Very cool. Very cool. Nice. Well, I mean, I'm not the hugest fan of Brian Eno, but that's okay. That's... No, but when you're walking through an airport, you don't want to feel rushed or stressed <laughs> no, exa- or anything. Exactly. And yeah, he's like, you know, ah. Sedating an airport near you, the royal sounds of Brian Eno. Ah, I'm so relaxed. Yeah. But I'm late for my flight. <laughs> it was so calm. But... <laughs> I've got, another, I've got another news story. Well, I've got one. Can I, do you want to swap off or do you want to do yours now? No, or you, you, you go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. We'll zipper, well, we'll uh, zipper affect it here. Go ahead. Yes. This is, this is actually semi-fictional news. So <laughs> it's true though. No, um, the CBS show Limitless, oh. which is uh, new this season based on the, based on the Bradley Cooper movie hmm. is just got picked up for a full season. It's kind of my favorite new show this year. I've really enjoyed it so far. It's very funny. It's kind of got a lot of, if you ever saw the USA show Psych. Yes. It has kind of that that kind of humor to it. Not as much. It's it's a little tempered down. But the main character is a Brian. Mm. So the main character, Brian Finch, who's like this slacker until he ends up on the same drug that Bradley Cooper's character has. Mm who actually Bradley Cooper is actually recurring in the show. So he does pop up from time to time hmm. and is an executive producer as well. So <laughs> it's gonna, because it was his, it was their thing to, um, to pitch it to CBS, but it's, I'm glad they got off to a good start. And basically because he has this drug, because he, he can take the drug with no side effects. Unlike in the movie, right. He starts working with the FBI essentially as like a consultant because they're controlling his supply of the drug. <laughs> so it's kind of, ah. it's interesting. You know, there's some, there's some, some shadowy government conspiracy things like his Bradley Cooper's character be, was running for Senator at the end of the movie. Spoiler alert. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and no, it's still a good movie. I actually watched the movie before I watched the series and it mm. was, and that's, I won't give away everything because it was, it was actually a really good kind of thing. But in this, he's actually a like a U.S. Senator. Oh, who may have some conspiratorial things going on. Like he, he has Brian agreed to the job with the FBI for his own reasons, which he has not said yet. So like oh. kind of to do things for him for the, within the FBI, like a mole essentially in the FBI. And it's like, well, he's a Senator. Why does he need a mole? You know? So it's like, oh. it's an interesting things that it's been touched on a little bit. They were only, you know, they're only like four or five episodes in. So they're not, Mm-hmm. It hasn't completely gotten all the way through, but I'm interested. Now that they got a full season order, I'm really excited to see where they take it. So, yeah. um, good for them. Good for them. Bravo. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I I love the show, and I'm interested to see what other things Brian does to nice make things really funny. He's absolutely hilarious. Jake McDormand, who's the the character, the guy, the actor who plays Brian, just his comic timing's really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it works really really well. Nice. But, yeah. Hmm. Limitless on CBS Mondays. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. At least I think it's Monday. Yeah, it's Mondays. I think it's Monday. Monday or Tuesday. But yeah, I believe it's Monday. Check your local times for listings. Yes. <laughs> so what else you got? Right. I have rival network NBC out of 11. Uh, out of 11. Out of Atlanta, Channel 11. <laughs> What's Our new show goes to 11. <laughs> We're at number 11. That's not good. Oh. NBC Atlanta, <laughs> Channel 11. Here we go. 
The ninth annual Brian Jordan Celebrity Golf Weekend Ooh. is happening October 24th through 26th. So uh, at the airing of this podcast, it will have passed. Yeah, that happens. And, but, uh, and, and at our rate, this would be a month old. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, Thanksgiving will have come and gone. That's right. Uh, so back we'll be, in October we'll, of we'll be, we'll be, 2015. Re- <laughs> next week, at, at, after the at the airing of this podcast, next week will be the 2016 Brian Jordan Celebrity <laughs> Tournament. It's right around the corner. Yes. Yeah. Get so, your shopping in now. No. Uh, so who, is, yeah, right. who, is, Brian, who is Brian Okay, well, here, well here, here we go. Uh, from yes. their website, uh, uh, www.11alive.com. Uh, a former Atlanta Brave and Atlanta Falcons player Brian Jordan is hosting multiple events around Atlanta to raise funds and awareness for the Brian Jordan Foundation. This is very cool. Uh, the foundation, for those of, uh, that are curious, is dedicated to building healthy minds, strong bodies, and supporting places to grow. The goal of this year's weekend is to fully fund 16 college scholarships for deserving students. This is very Woo. cool. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Nice. Nice. Right on. Yeah. Brian Jordan. Wait, did we actually say who Brian Jordan was? Yes, we sure did. Former Atlanta oh. Brave and Atlanta right. Falcons. Come on, pay attention. <laughs> I'm sorry. We, thank uh, you okay. for not listening. <laughs> He's a- I, I, it sounded like we were joking. We talked about something else and then suddenly got into the story. I'm like, wait, I didn't hear the actual. Because <laughs> comedy happens that fast, man. You got to keep up. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Come on. Former Atlanta Brave and Atlanta Falcons player. Thank you. Good All for right. him. Mm-hmm. We're good. Yes, awesome. All right, I got one more story. Unfortunately, it's it's a sad one. Oh. It is an obituary. Oh. Um, a gentleman by the name of Brian Lewis Kelly in mm. uh, Generet, Louisiana. Oh, I want to say uh, native of Lafayette, resident of Prairieville, Louisiana. Okay. Uh, Brian passed away, age of forty-two. Oh, too young. Uh, a few weeks ago, they they had his memorial service. Today, actually, as of on this recording, they're having their service today. Well, mm. time difference is already done. But um, he was a kid who grew up in baseball. He participated in a lot of Special Olympic events. Mm. I guess he. it seems like he had some sort of debilitation. I'm not sure. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, there's <laughs> the obituary is a little skint on those details. Mm. So I'm not sure specifically what's going on. His family was dealing with the arrangements and things. He had a love of baseball, mm. loved drawing, listening to country music, swimming. Mm. Um, but at the Special Olympics, he participated in the mile walk, the softball throw, uh, the horseshoe throw, the broad mm. jump. Mm. He apparently loved M&Ms and Fruit Loops. Mm. So, yeah, that's that's sad. And, you know, that's my sad. thoughts go out to the family of Brian Lewis Kelly. Absolutely. Brian Kelly and his and his. Uh, parents and grandparents. Hmm. Yeah. You never, never like to hear stuff like that. No, no, but, uh, sounds like a good person. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I could bring the room down. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. So thanks. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's the news and that's good on that, on that note, let's, uh, maybe we should, maybe we should lighten up again and, uh, roll into the interview portion of the episode. Yeah. Yes. Boy, we had a lot of fun talking with, uh, with this guy, didn't we? Yes, this week, uh, our guest this week is actor, stand-up comedian, uh, entrepreneur, mm-hmm. uh, co-founder and CEO of Holden Log, which makes the Holden Log 
uh, performer track, a number of uh, industry things for actors and creatives to kind of handle their business. And we do touch a little bit on that. But for us, it was interesting to kind of I, I was interested to talk to Brian about how he got started in stand up. And uh, he's known for being a guy who likes to work clean. So yes. I we had a good that. discussion about the the challenge of working clean versus yes. uh, going blue. Absolutely. Um, Is that and touched on a few Wait, other- Is that what it's called? Yeah. Going blue? What's going blue? Is that like an industry term for comedians? Going uh, uh, yeah, it's essentially. What does that mean? Uh, I've never heard so, that. that, that that's I'm, the first time I heard. It. You said it yesterday too. We I did. I that, did. And, and I, I was know, like, what? And that? I know that. And I know that Brian knows what that means. So it's kind of the idea would be. Let me Google this while you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> it was going blue. Yeah, going blue is kind of dragging things down a little bit but it's mostly more about going dirty you know going from clean to going dirty hmm. oh, a little bit more yes it's, it's something that's a little more adult in nature here we that's go kind of the idea it's been used mostly it was used mostly kind of in the early 1800s hmm. um oops it's usually if you know if you're embarrassing people or things you know the, the reaction that you're going for Mm. More than anything else, I think. Here but it is. It's here. Yeah. So from the uh, English language and usage website, uh, I found English.stackexchange.com going blue. The best uh, the best description here says going a bit blue then would mean that the program or character in question is normally clean, but has begun to include more adult themes. Yeah. Ah. Basically, anything that's uh, risque or indecent, you know, it's usually right. sex jokes more than anything else. Yes. But, yeah. Yeah. You know, so you start you start busting out uh, dick jokes. You here usually we go. You're going blue. Yeah. So. Blue blue humor is a type of humor that is dirty and offensive. So if a performance or public event goes blue, it means that much of the humor is profane. Yeah. There you go. And, and that's the thing. A lot of comedians uh, these days have a tendency to work blue, and but the best ones really. I find even the ones that other comedians respect are the ones who can work clean. Absolutely. Like, and we, we mentioned in the, we talk about Brian Regan a little bit as mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. Uh, who someday will get him on the podcast. I oh, hope. please. He's hilarious. I would um, love to talk to that guy. And that's the thing is the, uh, that idea of, of taking things that could be dirty and, and making them clean, like cleaning them up. So right, right. it was interesting to talk to him about that and mm-hmm. get that going. So rather than us, describing the interview why don't we let the people at home listen that'd be nice and determine for themselves so let's roll into our interview with brian vermeer can't wait this is the part where we talk to other people this is the interview so so do you guys have a theme song yet we do we do. We oh do God, have do a theme song. We, I, oh, wow, we'll, I we'll drop it in it. later, but let me. What I don't know if I can. Yeah, I don't know if I. Yeah, I can't feed it to the mic. So, <laughs> when, and when Brian, the- Brian doesn't have his mixer box hooked up right now. I know, so right? We could totally mm. play it back. Oh, now can you guys hear me okay on this microphone? Yeah, we should. Sure oh, yeah, can. no, we can hear you fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a Radio Shack model from 1950. So, oh. Hopefully- Oh, well, then no wonder it works so well. They just don't make them like they used to. Is they it don't. the one with the little plastic, uh, little prop up thing and the two prong thing that goes in the side of your. I don't, I don't know, <laughs> but it says blue Yeti on it. So I guess oh, it's okay. So we're no, where it's should, good. We should be fine. That's a good one. All right. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Good guys. Cool. Oh, well, how long is, how long is this show? <laughs> um, as long as we want it to be, but probably okay. usually we usually try to aim for an hour. Okay. It just depends. <laughs> if we're having fun, we might go longer. Who knows? I, I don't know what I'm going to talk yeah. about, but sure. Yeah, let's do it. 
Yeah, oh, you'll no, see. Well, oh, we'll I've just, got a list. Oh, we have things. <laughs> Excellent. No, it's not that bad. I like it. But nah. yeah. All right. Well. All right, kids. Brian, I am thrilled that you, Brian Vermeer, I am thrilled that you would join us on the Brian Trust. Um, and Brian, this is Brian. Brian, this is Brian. Wait, have we, have we, wait, have we started? Yes. There'll, course, be a, there'll, be a, there'll be an edit splice in We're very subtle. Oh, we're very, he's we're like very a, subtle in that way. He's like a magician with these things. Yeah, I know, right? That's crazy. Okay, but, so yeah. well, let's start now. Let's do this. Let's put the clapperboard and start. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> you re- you realize, of course, I'm going to leave all that other stuff in. Oh, so man. <laughs> it's fun this way, you know. You just relax. It's just right. it's just us talking, you know. It's it's not we're not here. It's not a grand inquisition. You know? No, it, it should or be. a Spanish one for that. Yeah, it, you it know. We'll, there may be some when we get that guy. When we, if we ever get uh, what is it the B of A C the CEO of B of A Brian Moynihan on here, maybe then we'll. We'll the, have that, but <laughs> a B and A of B of A, B of A, America. the CEO of B of A is a Brian. That would get you. That would get you excited. That would get me excited to call and complain about all the stupid fees I've had to pay them over the years. Well, me, me too. That's what I mean. That you want an inquisition? Then the yeah, that's, the, that's the target me. right there. You know, call me. So Brian Moyhan, <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, because I'm sure you are. <laughs> well, listen, be Bri- ready, hey, man. Bri- Brian Moynihan will have to win my business back because uh, I'm a Wells Fargo <gasps> guy now. So there you go. That's fair. Wow. In case you're wondering. In case you're wondering. Yeah. Well, and that's when the bank wars started. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We we just start this thing and it's already about money, man. Money, money, money. Mm. All right. So and let's now talk- all banks are and now all banks are Taco Bell. So so, <laughs> so let's let's talk about this no. seriously. Uh, yeah. This, this is your best show you will ever have. We're off to a great start. I'd say. What <laughs> what what number are we on? Zero 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 three. Yeah, zero 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 three. Three. Wait, this is the third episode. Number yeah. three. Wow, this show's gone downhill since the last one. Let me tell you, it's uh, <laughs> it's already jumped the shark at number two. It's the I'm best gonna... one we ever had so far. <laughs> <Should> I... <laughs> Yeah, well, no. To be fair, this is, I think we've actually gone up because last last time was Brian with a Y. Whoa, so whoa we did have a whoa, Brian with a Y. No, so. that does not count. We made an that exception. does not count. Mm-hmm. It was this a practical. Well, then to be fair, is, that may be that may be that may become one of the lost episodes. I don't know. You know what? <laughs> I think this is episode number two. Oh, that w- hmm. the one that you did with the guy with a Y was obviously just some kind of a test thing for you guys because mm. you can't have a show about Brian with the guy named. Brian with a Y. His name is actually Bry Wine. Mm. Or it's more like B B Ryan. Yeah. It's Brian. like a middle name. Yeah. I can't, B, can't it's B sir, Ryan. Yeah. Don't ever let that happen again. I, I will do my best. Wow, the quality control over there. It's hard. You know Well, you know, we're learning. It's a new experience for us as what's well. There, so what it's what is wait, what's the name of the show? The Brian Trust. The mm-hmm. Brian Trust. And how are you spelling Brian in the Brian Trust? Correctly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well then why are you letting a guy with a Y on? This is this mm-hmm. is irritating me. Well As we a, have to understand what drove his parents to just mutilate him in this way, you know. Mm-hmm. It that, that, that's another podcast. Don't let that happen to you. You guys are getting to, run over by the wrong Bryans. You guys we, are Well, we will make an effort to This is episode number three. Number one was with the Y with an I. Number two with was I, with yes. a Y. This is true. Which Maybe show we, uh, was better, the one with the I or the Y? Which one was better? Oh, well, that's a great question. 
So, Brian, you wow. are originally wow. from Harrisburg. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> In my light Google stocking, you are originally from back east. I am an East that- Coaster. Yes. Yes. Okay. Not that far. Uh, I also am from Pennsylvania, Bucks County, actually. Oh, are you serious? Originally, yeah, Quakertown, Bucks, Bucks County. Yeah, I have, I have mm-hmm. no clue. Let me tell you, I I <laughs> was born in uh, in Pennsylvania. You know where Harrisburg is, by the way. I do know where Harrisburg is <laughs> because I was not born in Harrisburg. I was born in a place called Camp Hill. Camp Hill. Yeah, I've got it on Google Maps right well, now. Well, like, well let me tell you right something. Well, well, I don't know if they show this on Google Maps, but Camp Hill is rests comfortably. Between uh, an Amish little country area and a prison. Oh. And I'm cradled right between the two. <laughs> if, I don't know what that means. Well, yeah, I do. And I do know what it means. There's there's a reason why I am the way I am. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. There's the prison. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I just zoom in a little bit more to see it. Okay. There we go. No, it's, uh, uh, it's anyway. My, so, uh, yeah, I was born there. My dad uh, had a job that uh, he was transferred out of Pennsylvania to New Jersey, mm-hmm. mm. where I was, I was weaned and raised as a good little lad and then eventually made my way to college up in Boston and then from Boston made my way to Los Angeles, and this story continues. Ah. There you go. Coast to coast. It's a good nutshell. Yeah, I like that. Coast <laughs> to coast, to coast, and I've never been outside the country, so I'm a rare oh. kind of... Have you guys have been out of the country? Have you gone? Indeed. You have? Where have you I been? I have. I have. Where have you been? I have been to London, England. How was the food there? The food was okay when I was there. A little bland, but uh, I've been back since, and it's gotten better gotten much better it's gotten blander gotten better oh blander. oh better i'm sorry the microphone <laughs> no no better enough. okay <laughs> better and, and what and where else uh-huh i've also been to canada if that counts been oh. to mexico <laughs> oh. what 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 Ooh. canada Buzzing. you mean uh, america's baseball cap but <laughs> 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 canada yeah. really what was yeah. good what was fun in canada Ooh, what was fun in canada <laughs> exactly nothing I don't, yes. even, I don't even want Come on, to Brian. It was Come like on, a, Brian. Tell us how to boat it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's good in Canada? You know what's good in Canada? Hockey. And I don't watch hockey. Mm. So that's the problem with. <laughs> I don't even know why we went. I was so young when we went. I think we just went across a bridge and. I'm a baseball guy. And you, know, and you know what? I'm so happy the Mets are going to the World Series. They're going to the show, baby. Mm. And they could end up playing a Canadian team. True. The Toronto Blue Jays. As of, as of this recording. Mm-hmm. We don't know who's going to win the ALCS. Mm-mm, we don't. This is true. We don't. But uh, I'm I'm rooting. I'm rooting for Kansas City. I want. I'd like. To, I'd like to see a Mets Royals mm. matchup. Go, go sports ball. Yeah. You guys Ooh. don't. You guys don't. Sports. You no baseball. No. no. I uh, I grew up in Chicago, so this is uh, you know this, <laughs> this is a little little sore subject today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 you mean the Cubs? Yeah, 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 it happened. <laughs> what happened know. to Back to the Future, man? They said they were going to win. It said Cubbies sweep, but Mm-mm. they got swept on that day. By they the got New it York wrong. Mets. Yeah. Hollywood lied to us. Maybe they just assumed they'd win, so they got lazy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But we don't have a hoverboards anyway, so. No. No. Uh, did, yeah. uh, did, did, Sad. Now, did you guys like Back to the Future? I was a huge Back to the Future. I did. I did as well. I This actually dovetails with my going out of the country. I've been to Europe a couple of times, and 
uh, not for a long time though. Last time I went uh, was right after Back to the Future Three came out. Mm. So I had seen it here in the states before I left, and then I happened to see it was playing at a theater in Germany mm-hmm. when I was there. So I went and watched it in German. Wow, <laughs> which was very interesting. Thankfully, I'd already seen the movie, so I knew what happened, and that helped a lot. Um, wait, to, wait, wait, I mean, wait, but, wait! Hold on a second. Wait, you <laughs> saw it in Germany. I saw it here in the States first. And then but, like a week later, I was uh, like two weeks later, I was in Europe and saw it in Germany. But, but it, was it, did it have subtitles in German or was no, it? No, it was, it was dubbed. It, it was, was dubbed in German. Uh, yeah, there were, there was maybe like eight people in the theater. So, <laughs> so how do you, how do you say great Scott in German? Do you know? I was just thinking that. I don't even remember. This was like 20 years ago. Can we guess? Yeah, uh, make yeah. something up, Brian. Sound intelligent for crying out loud. Let's do something here. Great Scott! <laughs> there you I don't go. know. Right. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. I like it. I like it. All right. So let's let's talk about the point of this broadcast. Um, it's three guys named Brian. That's true. Today are it tr- is. Are we trying to solve something? Are we trying to come to a conclusion is there, are we, are we trying to, uh, I don't know, pontificate? What are we trying to do? What do we, what's, what's the, I think, what's the I think deal? we're just uh, celebrating. I think every yeah. podcast is just a celebration of uh, this, this fine name that we all share. Well, how many, how many Brian's are there? I, now I got to look this up. Oh, there's lots. There are a lot. I no, will say this, that's we, how this podcast idea got started because even just for me, like, you know, and since. As, as actors, you know, we're on IMDb and stuff, but there's like, for Brian Smith, there's like 250 of me out there. So I was really curious as to who all these people are. <laughs> Wait, there's there's only 250 Brian Smiths? I know. That's it? Yeah, that's true. I, Wait, know, act, I know another wise. Brian Smith, by the way, who I went to as college. I know of a couple others. In fact, I know of another one who's an actor that shares my birthday that's had a better career than mine. So... Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So. Um, and well, Selkie—that's a name you've never seen before, is it? Are you uh, the only one in America for crying out loud? No, uh-uh. If you're a hockey fan, the the Selkie Trophy is pretty uh, popular. Obviously, you weren't listening earlier. I said Canada is known for hockey, of which I don't oh. watch. So they're oh, come you on. got me. What, what's oh. the matter with that? Fish um, got me. Got me. All right, I'm trying to find. <laughs> I'm doing a search. There are. 810 people in the United States named Brian Gibson. Well, that wasn't my question. No. <laughs> well, you, now we know. Do you know a Brian Gibson? Because uh, there's a few of them out there. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Not off the top of my head, no. It's, no. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds Search like a nice name. guy, though. Please select your age. What the heck am I? Is Yes, I am 13 years or older. Why does that matter? I'm trying. This is so weird. I'm on a website called howmanyofme.com. Wow. <laughs> and and I'm yeah. typing in, I want to do a search for Brian. And Be it, careful. And it's, and it's saying I have to verify I'm over the age of 13. Mm-mm-mm. What am I about to see when I hit search names here? Oh, I don't even want to know. Okay, you guys, you ready for the big number? There are 1,184,249 people in the United States with the first name Brian, with an I, the right way. Oh. So you guys should pull in an audience of, I would say. of a million one hundred thousand. We'll consider at, at least. We'll consider eighty four thousand might not be interested, hmm. but one million one hundred thousand people will be. That gives That's me hope. true, and and I'm betting a lot of them are right around our age too. 
So yeah, Brian outrageous. was pretty popular in the seventies and eighties, yeah. right? And then it dropped off for names like what? Leaf Colin Garrett. Yeah. Leaf Garrett. Leaf Garrett. <laughs> wow. How old are you? I, I don't like. <laughs> I don't like people with two first names. I have a problem with that. Hmm. Have you ever run John Paul? <laughs> have you ever run into somebody with two first names? John Thomas. Yeah, like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't trust those people. All right, yeah. here we go. That's fair. Here, I, I need That's... to know how many Brian Vermeers there are. You ready? I love the internet. One hundred. No. There is one person in the United States named Brian Vermeer. Wow. <laughs> that's I... not true. That's not that's <laughs> not that's not true. I know there's one other guy. There's one other guy named Brian Vermeer who lives in Texas. Oh, and, well, that's practically another country anyway. So, yeah. And it, it is another country. And <laughs> it's another rea- dimension and, of reality. And from what I remember, this guy is a really big guy, like a really big guy, like a really big guy. Okay. Very big. Like, <laughs> Sounds like a big guy. Really big. And I think I think I had people who I went to high school with when they did a search for me would see his picture and they'd be like, "Oh, Brian, what he, happened? He really fell off the uh, <laughs> fell off the uh, <laughs> wagon there or something. I don't know. Jeez, yeah, it, it, yeah, very bad, very bad. So when somebody has your the same name, like Brian Smith, man, you, you share you share your name probably with murderers rapists yes in wow. fact they're there and the guy and the guy know. who struck the guy who hit stephen king with his minivan was named brian smith and that what? is not a joke i don't even know you anymore man <laughs> is that why you throw an e in the middle of your name well that's to stand out well that was just on i yeah professionally i do that just so i can actually stand out on imdb because there's just only one brian e smith it's me so. well then then brian what's your deal with the w in your name you don't need to stand out amongst all the selkies here, do you? <laughs> ah, I love it though. It's a nice do you, letter. Do you it go works. by Brian W. Selkie? Oh, that's my signature, sure. But that people wow. don't call me that. And my mom maybe yells the whole full name when she's upset. But yeah, that's <laughs> that, yeah, that's hard because you you definitely want to throw in your middle initial, both of you guys, because otherwise it's just BS. Right? That's see? true. Mm-hmm. True. That's true. That's right. Well, my brother too. My brother too, because his name is Ben. So ah. he's, he's oh. got the BS problem also. So, you know, what about, what about your, what about your, uh, your dad? Was he, uh, my, da- my yeah. dad? No, he was not. I don't know why we got afflicted with these names. No, it's, he wanted, no, he got overruled by my mom when, when we were getting named as kids. Um, he had a whole different set of first names for us. I think my brother. No, that's yeah. I don't want to use that joke. But what about <laughs> wow. what about well, what's your dad's name? Uh, my dad's name is Dennis. Dennis, and your mom's name is Shirley. Shirley Smith. Those are some good. You can't American get more. Names. You can't get more American than that. A little. Oh, we are. Uh, my family was so wasp. It's ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> a little, a little apple pie, baseball, and Donald Trump, baby. Yeah. Rock and roll. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Well, my, I mean, my my parents divorced a long time ago, and mm. I I haven't been in touch with my dad for a long time. But he is actually still back east in Pennsylvania. I think he is a he's a diehard Republican in Pennsylvania. I think he's he's really involved in the local politics. I don't really? know. Really? He was on the school board for a lot of years, and 
I think he's like a committee man for the Republic, the Republican, at least for the state Republican committee. Wow. Locally wish, or something. Wow, yeah. I would love to get him on the line right now so we could hear his thoughts on Because <laughs> oh, either, e- either he's excited or he's frustrated. Hmm. We've got so many other hurdles to overcome, like the fact that, <laughs> well, like the fact oh, that we haven't said a word to each other in like 20 years. So, you know, yeah. Oh, oh wow. Jeez, wow, we just opened up a whole can of worms. I we? know, right? That's mm-hmm. that's what this is, you know, and this is if anything this podcast is about exploration. Sure. It's it's, so. thera- it's therapeutic. It is. It's if for somebody, I don't know. <laughs> oh, but, come on, there's uh, a, there's a, there's over a million of us. Stop. That's true. You're not you're not realizing the potential of this show. You're not realizing <laughs> the marketing potential. Mhm. Think about all the mugs, the T-shirts, the things that say Brian on them that you could sell through the website that's pumping through this wonderful podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We need to to monetize. See? (laughs) We're working on that. We're working on a cafe press store. No, we need. We we got to get some swag going, yeah. No, well, we'll talk about that because you are are quite the entrepreneurial spirit, and that's for sure. We'll... I, I definitely want to touch on that. I, want, I I do have something on the howmanyofme.com. This is interesting to point out, though. Uh-huh. Out of the 1.1 million people that are named Brian in the U.S., it says that 99.86% of them are male. What? So I'm curious about the other 0.14%. Those are Caitlin's. Mm. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But then they wouldn't be named Brian anymore. Well, so no, they, no. No. Was it an accident? Somebody, is it... No. Uh, Somebody could, somebody, look, I, I met a guy named Kim for crying out loud. I believe that. I mean, that was, um, that was actually more common back in, I think like the late sixties, early seventies, there were a few Kims out there, but this is, I don't usually, I don't think I've ever met a woman named Brian. I, I haven't. Or, 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 or gender neuter. I don't know. You know, I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to. I want to okay. be inclusive. You know. All right. Let's talk about the money. Let's talk about monetizing this, you guys. Yes. Because honestly, right. I'm, I, I hate to see you guys do this for free. You need to make some serious Brian bucks. Okay? Yeah. So what I'm seeing right now, I did a search for how many people are named Brian with a Y. That there's 305,000 people. That's it in the United States mm-hmm. named Brian with a Y. So yeah, you're saying we should get we should get the regular the Brian the correct Brian's together. I think and I think, have I them think, pay to hunt the you, Bryans with a Y for sport. I think no. This is this is episode number two. That other episode you did with the guy with the Y. <laughs> you 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 honestly you, you basically you're you're alienating 1.1 million people to appease a, a flimsy 300 thousand people. You you can't be bothered with the Bryans of the world. I certainly am not, and. And I am making a stand right now as somebody who's one of the founding fathers of this show. And I'm calling myself a founding father as I am one of the first premier guests you have on this show. I am making a stand right now. Another interview with a man named with a Y on this broadcast will will ultimately cause the audience to turn their backs on you. Oh. I will turn my back on this podcast. I, no. in, fact, in fact, I will deny this this interview ever happened. No. And 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 you know what? And I'm going to compete. I'm going to compete against you if you do that again. If you allow a lousy Brian with a Y on your show again, you're going to have a comp- you're going to have a competitor, my friend. Oh. 
Oh, and this is fighting words. Fight sounds words. serious. What What if it's Brian Cranston? Doesn't matter. Really? He's not worthy. Oh. No. Oh. No. Mm. No. Mm. Do you know how many other great Brian's? Brian Austin Green? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. That's an interview. He, he's he That's... is on my list. He's on my list. So <laughs> How about uh, Brian May I've, from Queen. You know, he's also on the list. So <laughs> these people, I have a long. We have a long list of potential guests. Almost, I think. Brian, Brian Cranston's the only one that's actually spelled with a Y. So. Yeah, you know what? You need to let that go. That fantasy <sighs> is dead and gone. And and if I ever see Brian Cranston on this show, believe me. So help me. So help I, me. I, I will make a vow to you today. You will never see Brian Cranston on this podcast. Yeah. No, another Brian. I don't want to see a Brian on this podcast. Not him. Anyone I guarantee. Yes. I I I because will stick to that. You will never ever ever see a Brian with a Y on this podcast. The All foot right. is down. I'm, the foot has been dropped. I, it has That's been true. dropped. And if I and if I find out that you have n- negated that, is that a ter- is that a real word? We'll take it. Right. Close enough. Sounds yeah. threatening enough. Sounds like something my dad yeah. would yell. I'll have my attorneys contact your people. Who's our I, people? And I'm serious. He Does he mean Jennifer? <laughs> Does he mean your know. wife? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. He leaned in the microphone for that one. That was serious. That was yeah. That was a little now. That was a little the, creepy there. Now, now for the yeah, kids at now for the kids at home who can't because I can see you two with your wonderful webcams. Uh, Brian Selke has um, a, a rocking chair in the back. Is that he does? Do you is that your seat when you're watching TV? Is that what you sit in? Is that that's my thinking chair? Is <laughs> Oh, for crying out loud, use the toilet like every other man. That's where I go to lose myself, right in that fine. No, go to the loo to lose yourself. Go to the loo to lose yourself. I I just I I I love it. I love how different the the the, what I'm seeing here because Brian Selke's place, he's got filing cabinets, bags on the floor open. There's a there's a body outline, a chalk outline on the floor. There was a murder here. Right. I have very little then, furniture. <laughs> and then Brian Smith is in a jail a jail cell, obviously for the murder of what happened in that house. So that's right. You guys are in cahoots, apparently. I'm, I'm just in a poorly lit apartment with almost no furniture. So it's, <laughs> I, it's still new. It's still new. I, I've been li- I've been such a nomad for so long. I finally have a place. But where and it's are weird you now? Just how where little you, furniture. Where, well, no, where? I'm back in Phoenix for a while. Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Are, is, I was, is it hot? Not right now. It, it finally <laughs> just stopped. It finally just stopped being hot. So it's, it's just moderately warm. You know, it's basically what, uh, you know, like June or July is in LA pretty much at this point. So, hmm. Not uh, bad. so you know, it's, it's high mid to high eighties, uh, getting into the nineties, actually really nice for us right now. So it, it you know, it, uh, took a while, but, now, late October is usually when the when the hundred degree temperatures kind of go away. Okay, wait a second. Uh, wait for a the second. Winter, wait, so. I I just saw s- we're losing many listeners right now because we're talking about weather. We have to change the topic. I see that's people, just true. People turning turning off here. We need to we need to change. Well, we need to go. <laughs> how about this? Because I I am curious about this because I know yes. in in the years because I I think we met God like five years ago or something now. Um, yeah. Where'd you guys professionally meet? somewhere? It, Where'd you meet? Was it specific? It was, it was in the back. Was, was it in the 
What? <laughs> I was going to say it was. No. It was, it, was, it was behind that Burger King over yeah, on. Back alley. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, it's the, the, one, the one that they filmed by Back to the Future. You know? Yeah. Just random chance. Um, mm-hmm. but, no, we, uh, met, we, met, we, we met at a seminar that we were holding, I believe. Is that oh. correct? I th- it was either that or a Showbiz Expo. I Maybe think. it was Showbiz no. Expo. Maybe it, it was Showbiz it may have Expo, been. and then you found out that we had a seminar, and then you came to the seminar, and then I believe that was the case. Yeah, yeah. Yep. something yep. like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. But oh, curious, man. Yeah. So there. So I was I was curious about this because you you are an yes. actor as I well, sure, I sure um, but you do a lot more. Like you do more stand up currently. Oh, is that is that yeah. accurate? That is one hundred percent accurate. Yep. So I'm how doing, did you how did you get how did you get started with the with the comedy with the stand up? Well, I you know. I've always, I've always been doing it. I I would have to say because when I was in college, I performed stand up a little bit in Boston, but I didn't really do it like seriously, seriously. Um, mm. And then coming out to LA, you know, I was hosting shows and whatnot. And okay, and then I've started back to getting it like really now focused on doing the stand up. Um, cause I've now have had the time to kind of do it and really kind of work it and the technical expertise to kind of now rebuild the website and kind of get that now going. And, and, and now I really understand marketing. So now I'm throwing that into the ring and, and, sure. um, you know, it's, uh, being a stand up comedian, it, a small sliver of that is the joke part of it. <laughs> Right, then there's sure. all the business aspect of it. And um, and I just love now seeing the traction happen and, and really I'm now I'm now headlining. And uh, and so I'm just excited to see where this all now goes. In fact, I very cool. Uh, Christina, very cool. Brian, you know, Christina. Yes, I do. Um, who is my better half. Ah. And she has just started her stand-up career uh, uh, almost exactly a year ago. Oh, cool. And you can find her comedy at fancycomedy.com. Very cool. So if you Good go to if you go to thebryguy.com, that leads you to my comedy area, which is, um, as of the time of this recording, is being kind of flushed out and built up and all that. So my the uh, video links aren't working. That will happen over the weekend. Okay. Um, but... Um, you got time. We'll put links in the show. Yeah, notes. But Christina's so. is, is, is she was my guinea pig and really kind of building out the site and, and doing oh. that. Her site is really great. Nice. And so cool. she, yeah, so she, she is, uh, she's funny. She's great. And so she and I are actually have a writing session after this show tonight. So Very cool. Yeah. Very nice. I bet it's just laughs all the time in your house. <laughs> it, that would be awesome. It, it's, it's laughs and cats. We have three oh. rescues. Oh, good for you. And so one of them is actually sitting right next to me. Like, how much longer is this going to take? I know. Jesus. Come on, man. Yeah. Now you, now you, I know, I haven't, I unfortunately haven't had a chance to see your stand up in person. Yeah. Um, but you like to work clean. Good, and good for you. Is that, I applaud is that. that. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I do. I like Mostly? To, <laughs> I like, yeah. I like to go under the network safe mm-hmm. kind of label. Um, okay. That, that doesn't mean I, you know, I, I think it's... To, for me, I think it's a lot easier if you do swear. It's a lot. It's just a crutch. It's you know, yeah. Poop, yeah. Poop, poop and fart jokes and stuff like that. I, yeah. I I don't I don't do that. Um, no, 
but it's kind of fun because I because you know I I write I write with Christina and go over her material and kind of bounce ideas with her and everything. And I yeah. feel like the guy at the back of the class with her because she oh, is good. known as the queen of fancy with the flair for the swear. Oh, and <laughs> and she's like she is she is yeah she's dirty and uh, and I like going hey what if you say this or hey how about how about you word it this way <laughs> you know kind of nudging her like things that mm-hmm. I can't do in my act I'm like sure. hey, you do this <laughs> you do it uh, so uh, it's kind of fun it's 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 cool so you know I was gonna say I've never seen her swear but I bet she could just cuss like a sailor well you're, you guys, <laughs> you're, you're gonna have to watch watch her bits she's got quite, yeah, a, yeah. quite a, a few uh, bits up there uh, at fancy comedy well, and I, I'm, I'm interested in the, and that's the thing, like I'm interested in that, in the challenge of, I, I guess, challenge, so to speak, of working clean versus, because I mean, because it is really kind of easy to go blue, as it were. But then yeah. you've got somebody like Brian Regan, who's also on my list. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, he's genius. As a guy who's built a, like a 30 plus year career doing stand up totally clean. Totally clean. Yeah. You know, and... He's- He's, he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He, and even other comedians are like, you're just in awe of him because he's so good at what he does. Yeah. Yep. And so I'm interested to see, do you find that it's more of a creative challenge sometimes when you can take a joke, something that could be just really, really, really freaking dirty and, and turn it into something that could be network safe, as you say? Well, I do. Well, okay. There's, there's a bit, there's a bit that I do on... I do a bit on candy. So mm-hmm. essentially I talk about, um, you know, I talk about how my friends want me to become a vegetarian, which is true. Like you'll hear all these, these, you know, Brian, you should become a vegetarian, become a vegetarian. You'll feel much better. Be a vegetarian. I'm like, I can't be a vegetarian. I grew up learning to eat animals was an okay thing to do. And it all started with animal crackers. And then I moved up the food chain to gummy worms and then, clawed my way up to gummy bears and then eventually you know i'm just i you can't you can't reverse that you know and, and what are the kids eating nowadays gummy kale Wait, what's going on and and i think the candy we grew up with you guys are around the same age the candy we grew up with as kids i believe is why we are a more loving endearing society that we are now mm-hmm. right it's probably why retro candy stores are making such a big comeback. No, I'm too. T- no, I'm serious. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. Pot, pots being legalized state by state by state, and that's because we grew up eating Mary Janes, right? Oh. And, and then, and then now, gay marriage—it's throughout the land. It is now legalized. That would never have happened unless we hadn't had started and met with Mike and Ike first, right? Oh. And then you got tr- the transgender society. The transgender mm-hmm. society. Everyone loves Caitlyn Jenner, right? Everyone just loves that transparent show. The only reason why that is is because we had a candy bar called Whatchamacallit. <laughs> oh, my God. And you know what? And everyone wants to blame the, the internet for making us an overly sexualized society. It's not the internet. It's the candy we had when we grew up. Mm. Think about it. I yeah. gave her my butterfingers. She then let me Milky Way all over her mounds. Times oh, with her man. were good and plenty. Hubba uh. bubba. <laughs> Brian's I'll be back. I gotta go drop a Tootsie Roll. That's oh. <laughs> no. So anyway, when when I do those kinds of bits, they're dirty, but it's clean. 
right? Yeah, right. Yeah, kids, no, kids would know what you were talking about. And and that bit right there, when if you saw mm-hmm. it visually, it's a very visual joke across the board. Uh, it yeah. does really really well. Yeah. And that cool. uh, yeah, cool. and so you know, it's like it's it's things it's things like that observational humor, right? Mm-hmm. Good storytelling. Kind of, what, kind of what I'm into. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do a whole thing about Google Maps and mm-hmm. and uh, how I'm able to go to places I would never be able to go to. Yeah, and yeah. So there's a lot of there's a lot of comedy out there. You just got to look for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love uh, comedians that don't go for the cheap shots. You know, yeah. the drugs, the sex, the booze, coming out on stage drunk. Well, there's so many. Know, whatever. There's, there's so many people. Mm-hmm. who who do that yeah when when i do my stand-up i wear a three-piece suit mm-hmm. every time classy and and when i and everybody else that comes up before me looks like they just rolled out of bed yep they're wearing ratty jeans they're wearing mm-hmm. a sweat have, you know big sweatshirt they're wearing mm-hmm. you know it looks like they just rolled out of bed yeah. and then boom when i come on it's like the crowd just changes because they yeah. go, whoa, like, who's yep. this? You know, and that's kind of the key I'm here is, you know, you have to you have to lower the barrier of entry for yourself. You mm. got to make it so if, if I want to do if I let's say I want to do a sitcom, right? Yeah. And um, and or I want to do have my own talk show or I want to do something like that, you know, when I have casting people come to see me doing my set, they got to just go, wow, I can market this guy or, oh, this guy can just be a turnkey, easy fit right. for such and such, whatever. When you come out like everybody else and everyone, you know, it's it's kind of like you're one of many. And I and right. I think I stand out like a sore thumb that yeah. way. So, yeah. Yeah. There you That's go. Great. That's great advice, actually. Why, thank you. I think in life it is. I think in life it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think so. I think it's important to stand out in a positive way, right? Yeah. Well, I, one of the one of the you know one of the things that I recently have been saying, even Brian, you you audition, right? You've auditioned before. You know what that oh yes that world yep. is like. Mm-hmm. Oh God. You know, <laughs> well, no. I mean, we used to say a lot. You know, Brian, Brian, you've been witness to many things that I'd yell at people about and say things in in, in a live seminar. That's true. I would say that you know, I said, I said, our business, the entertainment industry, is a relationship business. And now I've even gone further and said the auditions you go to, everyone like, oh, it's an audition. I have an audition. I have an audition. Auditions are people. That's all mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. It's, not, right. it's not. It's not an audition. It's it's a it's a person. It's people. Yeah. It's right. pe- it's you the the barrier between you and booking the job is the person who's who's there in front of you so you have to be relatable you've got to be you've got to make them want to root for you and and so you know it's auditions are people that's all yeah that's all it is and i think it life life becomes easier when you start thinking of Mm -hmm. you know these things that you you want to do in your life and it's it's just people it's the only thing that stops you from getting what you want Right. So it's not so much the performance, but the connection that you make with that person, maybe. Stand out a little bit. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. And and doing research on people. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Brian's like, I've heard of this before. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I know. He's all. <laughs> no, I, just, I was like, why did I get called into Soylent Casting then? <laughs> Auditions oh, are people. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, 
what, any other nuggets of wisdom you'd like? How did you, how did you get the, uh, how'd you know you wanted to be a, a, a comedian or an actor or perform? Is this something that was, uh, known at you as a kid or? Yeah, I, th- I think, I think it started as a kid, like, I think maybe when I was maybe eight mm-hmm. because I loved a show called WKRP in Cincinnati. Right. Now that was yeah. like, that was about 10 years ago. Yep. And it was watching reruns. It was the, uh. I was like, wait, you're not talking about the new WKRP. He's talking about the, the days of Les Nessman and the Les tape on the Nes- floor. Remember that? As uh, his door. I didn't hear you knock. Loved, <laughs> loved that show. Loved that show. I was like, you know what? That's yeah. that I can see myself. Then like I got hooked into reruns of um, Three's Company. Mm-hmm. And I was like, John Ritter was a hero. Yeah. A hero to me. And, and it was watching him and his physical comedy right? that made me go, wow, I can do stuff like that and yeah. Pratt Falls and yeah. make my friends laugh and, and stuff like that. Yep. And so, and then, and then, <clears throat> and then getting a hold of um, a record my dad had, Steve Martin's record. Oh my goodness. And listening to that without them knowing. Right. And, uh, and Steve Martin was the genius yes. that I held to a the high, highest pedestal. He was, it was amazing. He's amazing. And so, yeah. so if you, you know, you want to talk about influences, it's John Ritter and Steve Martin and um, Les Nessman. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy geniuses. Yeah. One of them is not like the others, but yeah. Did you, did you get in trouble a lot in school? Class clown type of stuff? I was voted class clown. Mm-hmm. But I see. But the problem was I didn't. The, the, not the problem. It was actually smart. I had the teachers in stitches. Yeah. So I never got in trouble. Oh, I and did. If, and in fact, <laughs> no. But it was it was great because I did smart humor. And in fact, I did impersonations of students and te- ah. and teachers. I did really great impersonations, like the voice, the mannerism, hmm. and and you know this is at a time when I would watch i uh i would videotape david letterman's show every night and then come home from school and watch every episode yeah so i actually studied letterman and uh and then watched every saturday night live and i just would and i literally studied it and then i would sit in front of the mirror and make faces and do voices and and then um and then in school i remember vividly I think it was maybe maybe it was my senior year maybe or junior senior year i was in science class and we're all like doing a science experiment and then all of a sudden the phone in the room they had a phone by the door every room had a phone and the teacher went over and picked up the phone and she goes yeah okay and she goes brian uh the principal needs to see you and i'm like and the whole class goes "Ooh," and i'm like and I'm like, what? I didn't do any, like, I didn't yep. do anything. Like, there is yeah, nothing yeah. on me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know what I'm being called down for. But so I get down there and the secretary is like, like waiting, like, just like excited. She goes, um, you know, he's, he's waiting for you. And I go, okay. And she opens the door and then she closes the door. And, and I'm in this room. That's a big size room. And he's at his desk and he looks at me and he goes, so I understand you do an impersonation of Jim Sock, 
literally that was the name of our uh, guy who who taught phys ed, Jim Sock. Go, <laughs> Jim go, go figure. <laughs> he was the PE that, teacher. Yeah, wow. that hilarious. Oh, and that's wow. not a joke. That's for real. His name was Jim. I believe Sock. it. I totally believe it. That's, wow. And the last name I I believe was spelled S O K, and it was pronounced Sock. Mm-hmm. Jim was he stinky at all? No, I just, <laughs> no. that's okay. hilarious. But boy, talk about a name that you turns into with a job that you end up having. <laughs> oh, <right? yeah. laughs> so he goes. He goes. I understand you do an impersonation of Jim Sock. And I'm like, oh, am I getting in trouble for this? Like, that's what I am. I am I in trouble for doing an impersonation? He goes, no, do it. <laughs> I go, okay, okay, all right, you know. And I did this, and I did this bit right there. Wow. And he was laughing. And he then goes, calls in the secretary, a couple of other teachers. He's like, do it again, do it again, do it again. <laughs> and so that's how. That's how wrapped I had the teachers around my finger. Um, nice. And so and they were like, we need, a, we need a tight 10 minutes for commencement. Can you do that? Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so, so anyway, you know, I was, I was doing, doing comedy all the way back since high school and having nice. people laugh. So yeah, fond memories. Mm-hmm. No, was, was, so yeah, so you were performing that kind of thing. Had you thought about uh, eventually like aiming for something like Saturday Night Live or, that kind of thing. What was kind of the goal? Yeah, a hundred percent. When it came time for me to choose colleges, I was looking at, I mean, I, I, Fordham accepted me and, and, um, but I kept looking at Emerson college because Jay Leno had gone there. And my thing was, mm. I want to do what they're doing. I want to be the next letterman. I want to be the next Leno. I want to be the next okay. guy. And, um, and it was through, I, I ended up going to Emerson. They gave me a little scholarship Nice. And um, and uh, yeah, and the and I studied broadcast journalism because I didn't want to be an I didn't want to major in acting. I just felt like that was like an empty void of nothingness to do. And, and that, I'm not saying it's not right or you know wrong to do it. Just to me personally, I was like I I, I gotta I, I want something with a little more beat, meat on the bones for me, at least. Sure. And so in, in broadcast journalism, I knew I could do everything because the broadcast journalism program would allow me starting freshman year to actually start learn, using a camera, going out on my own and shooting. So I would learn how to edit. I would learn how to write succinctly. I would learn how to be an on-air talent <clears throat> reporting the news. Mm. So I'm getting, the, I'm getting everything and producing. So... So you talk about you talk about um, an, if you're an actor, like I would tell any actor, I'd be like major in broadcast journalism because you're yeah. gonna, you're going to learn every aspect, the every technical aspect that that would get in your way of of being the the best you could be, and you know, um, and in this day and age, you got to create your own content, you got to you got to mm-hmm. shoot your own stuff, you got to do all of it, and. And so, yeah, broadcast journalism is the best avenue, in my opinion, to. And that was something. And and then when you did that, that was like back back in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and like back in the nineties when it was all VHS, and you had to like dub from one deck to the other. It wasn't, like, no, like it wasn't. Avid was still not quite there yet. You know, and no, Avid was there. Um, well, you, oh, you guys actually had an yeah, Avid system. Yeah, we okay. had we had an Avid system, and and it was we had like a you know a, a what was it grass a Grass Valley I believe Grass Valley Switcher yeah. yeah. Oh. And you know yeah. the old wheels of steel to to, to do editing, and it's just it was, oh yes, it, uh, yeah. Well, like I and I I was a broadcast production major, mm-hmm. 
for for my first couple of years of college as well for that for kind of a similar reason was so I could learn all the behind the camera stuff. So right. when it came time as an actor to be like, okay, maybe down the road, then I at least have knowledge of what they're doing so I can so I can, you know, it makes my job more effective to be like, okay, I need to do this. Yeah, or, I think I think I think having the understanding and the you know of what's going on around you from every aspect um when sh- when doing a project i could never just be an actor i would i would lose my mind i because sure. and and i think you're giving up a um you're giving up power if you just decide i'm just going to be an actor i don't want to learn any of this other stuff i'm like then you don't know what's possible you you don't you know and i and i and you can understand why a lot of actors end up being directors too and being yeah it's it's really hard to do these days too just to just act anyway you i can, mean well you can't i mean really yeah. at all yeah but i mean but there are those out there who just do um you know i i think i think you really have to have your hands in in every bucket in order to do it and and you need to yeah. know how to you need to know how to edit you need to know how to i mean right now at this point I've never felt more confident with my comedy. I feel great. I feel like, you know, like tonight when I go to write other material, right? New material, like constantly writing and creating and, and building up my list, right? My, my, um, my jokes. I feel so confident in that. My stage presence, I feel like I'm just killing it. I feel great. And then, and now having the technical confidence of like building my website and building and really like me, me on my own doing it, right? Not, not having to hire somebody to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's empowering. And, and having my YouTube channel and just, and getting that and, and, and putting together the whole Twitter and now really understanding that aspect of it and, and then driving traffic and, and look, you know, Unless unless you have a team of people, you got to create that team within yourself, and then eventually, yeah. then eventually, I think as time marches on and you're doing well, then you can have people doing that. But if but if I hire somebody to manage my you know certain aspects of my social part of my business is you know I got to know what they're doing. I got to know like I got to understand what they're talking about. And if I say hey, well, what about this or you know I've got to come up with ideas too, and then set them free to do it. But you know I just I feel like it's all coming. Finally, so everything seems to kind of like be coming together, and that's what's a beautiful thing. Amen. Very cool. That's Very awesome. Cool. Yeah, that's inspirational. Yeah. No, and I'm kind of curious as well because obviously, as I said, I met you um, in one of your uh, one of your other many other hats that you wear. Yeah. Um, as the now is it CEO of Holden Log yeah. or is it? I mean, you're a co-founder for sure. Co- and co-founder and like, CEO and, and yeah. CEO. Yeah. Of Holden Log and its and its family of products. Yeah, we, we actually um, actually um, one of the I don't know if you did you know about Showbiz Sender? I did. I I, I saw that you sold it. Yeah, I did. I did see that you sold yeah. it to uh, the Mailer Light. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I was curious about in terms of the business and and, and that kind of thing. Did you, did you find that that's kind of grown to give you? a kind of uh, a financial more stability yeah. um, in terms of being able to focus on the comedy and, and the other stuff that you're doing. Yeah, I think, I mean, look, it, I'm not, I don't have to, I don't have to stress about working a, a night job. I don't have to stress right, about, yeah. you know, getting up in the morning and putting on a tie and going into a cubicle. Right. I mean, but, but there are people that we, that we, that work for us. I mean, that, 
you of know, course, we have to yeah. say, Hey, you do this or you go here and you do this, whatever. And, and, you know, um, it is, it, it's, I'm not going to lie. It's time consuming on your own business. <laughs> you know, it's not like, Oh, you know, everything is rainbows oh, yeah. and, and, you know, lollipops, but, um, but it's satisfaction. It's, it's the satisfaction of creating your own, uh, revenue generating business is a wonderful thing, but also, right. but, but it's, it's beyond just, uh, a, you know, revenue generator for, for us, it's exciting because what we offer and what we have put out into the universe actually helps people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I don't know if Brian Selke knows what, what we do, but you know, it's a pretty powerful tool and, um, you know, got more updates that, uh, in fact, one is rolling out, I think tomorrow. And, you know, Ooh. it's just every day, you know, we're, we're just constantly working, working on improving that and getting the things that people wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's an exciting business for us because we see how it helps people who, who are booking great work and who are in, Oscar nominated films. And, um, and so, you know, our, our clientele, we, we try to practice on them. Career intervention is essentially what we say is, Mm. you know, there's without our product, you have zero framework in Mm. the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. And that's what these entrepreneurs need. Every actor is their own business and they need, they need structure. And, and, and it's horrible, you know, when they're not using our product, they have everything all over the place. Yeah. Google doc here. I've got stuff in the, in a, in an eye calendar there. I've got stuff in my email. I've got stuff in a spreadsheet. I got stuff and they're putting all this information in different honey pots and, yeah. and it's not, the information is not doing anything for them. And at least with performer track, everything's framed out for you, what you need to ask, how you, why you need to ask it. And then all that information is threaded and connected together in such a way that when I need to find something out real quick, it's at a click of a button. And when I need to know what my career stats are or who's doing what for me or what's my agent doing for me, what's my manager doing for me, like what are their success numbers for me? What am I, if I'm paying for actors access, what are they doing for me? You know, and, 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 you know, the, the days, you know, with our product, we just say, look, you got to stop being, you don't run a dumb company. You got to run a smart ship here. You got to run a business. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and once you finally, you know, succumb to it, I know a lot of people, it's hard. It's hard. It's a gym membership. Performer track is a gym membership. If you don't use it, you get zero benefit. Totally. But when you do use it and you use it faithfully and you keep using it, it's a godsend. It's yeah. awesome. Cool. Love it. Right on. There you go. There's my little preachy preach. <laughs> For the for those of the listeners who didn't understand what we were talking about, talking specifically about? this was this is kind of the become the the flagship almost the flagship product for the company is Performer Track, yep. the it's kind of the digital online business manager for those in the industry. Um, but you also have the the Holden Log, its kind of analog predecessor. Oh, that's still in, that does gangbusters. In paper, well, no, I know it's still a thing yeah. as well. But I mean, I just I know Performer Track's kind of become Performer Track is the crown jewel. More, on yeah, the yeah. on the company, um, and and we like that. Uh, but if yeah, if you want to if you want to go back to what predated performer track Holden Log, hold H O L D as in dog O N as in Nancy L O G as in Greg Hold yes. on Log <laughs> 
there it started with paper based logbooks and then right ended up turning yeah. in the software and then ultimately an online application so very cool yeah Yeehaw. now i'm i'm curious because like you had you had showbiz sender yes and now and were you guys behind the industry deal as well we are we still yes are. Yeah. okay yeah mm-hmm. the 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 industry based groupon like service yes. that I still, I still get the emails every day. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Um, so like know, headshot, I, I still buy occasionally and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. and that's, that's kind of like, um, that's not a, a, the high on our, on our totem. No, pole. I mean, you it's, know, it's, it's we, yeah, uh, it's we, sort of, the, yeah, it's, it's, we like it. <coughs> People like it. People like getting it. Um, and it's, it's, I like it for a few reasons in that, it's great for us to connect with other business owners in the business and the entertainment industry. Right. It's kind of cool. And the other is, look, you know, the, the business owners of a lot of these businesses don't have an email list. They don't have the ability to connect with a, a swath of people at one drop of right, a hat. Right. And, and because of our products and the natures, uh, nature of our products and our downloadable forms and all of that, I mean, we we're constantly, uh, you know, building our list. And, and so, um, and so we're, we're, we're a good outlet for other companies who don't have the marketing ability and they don't have, what's the other, they, and they also don't have the dollars to put up front for traditional advertising. Because if they wanted to advertise to our 37,000 list, um, sure. then they could pay for that. Otherwise, if they want to do an industry deal, it's it's at twenty thousand, and they can and it's you know it's there's some crossover between that list and and um, our house list, but we treat them like apples and oranges. You know, some people just don't want to get this in their inbox, and we 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 respect that. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we and then you know and then Showbiz Sender. It's basically we've been like kind of building every two years. We had a new product coming into the family. And sure. in 2012 was when Showbiz Sender came out, and then uh, and then yeah, it, w- it was pretty amazing. That happened at the beginning of October. Okay, and, yeah, uh, so it was recent. Yeah, I, I was looking at it like, hmm, I wonder when this happened. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, it, it literally happened just a, f- a couple of weeks ago, and right on. And so uh, uh, we've been kind of really busy the last couple of weeks. Be- well, a because of that, and other things we've got going on internally, um, good things. Um, but you know we're always we're always building the business and always kind of doing that. And sure. So we got sure. you know a lot of spinning plates, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Right on. Well, I think we are. Have we have we surpassed up on our the time, hour? Have we? We we're coming up on it. I think. Uh, I think we're coming. We're 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 kind of hugging the edge of the hour. Okay. Well, then let's. What, so. All right. As we. Is there anything you would like to to plug for yourself? You got projects coming up. You got. Well. Uh, just go to the and then you'll, you okay. Know, that's what I'll tell the kids. Awesome. And, but in the meantime, I just, I, I, I really want to know what the hell are you two doing? <laughs> what, what are we going to do with this? Seriously. I want to see you guys make money. I want to see oh, money. Me too. Me too. No, I want to see like serious cash. Me too. Those million, <laughs> me three, those million <laughs> Brian's should be paying a yeah. dollar a month for access oh, to this great content. Can you imagine? That'd be twelve million a year, and that's and I want ten percent of that. Just for giving you the idea, <laughs> you're hired. I just want ten percent. That's it. <laughs> but there's you. You guys got to monetize this. 
and I can't wait to hear the theme song. And uh, Brian, we gotta <laughs> we gotta somehow break you out and, of that jail cell. And you know, it's you know, I, that is I've yeah, got it is I've got a, a, yeah. it is kind of an odd self imposed prison, isn't it? it We've is, got a request into we'll the governor. Yeah, we we I'll have contacted the governor, so we're just we're waiting. And, oh, we oh, the governor of Arizona? Seriously? <laughs> no, we're screwed. All right, yeah, now, <laughs> now, Brian, do you have kids? Yes. Do you have, no, Brian Selke. Oh, do yeah. you have kids? <laughs> no, not that I know of. Do you have a wife? I do. Hmm. That I know of. Okay. Yeah. They yeah. just celebrated 25 years. 25 years. Well, I was just wondering yeah. who the lady was in the back of you that was wearing a bra and panties. I didn't know who. Oh, no. My wife's upstairs. I don't know who that was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the gardener. Brian Smith is like, wait, what? Huh? It's the, what? Wait, did I miss <laughs> that? Wait, hold on. Damn it. <laughs> that's, our, that's our pool cleaner. Uh, <laughs> another Irish house guest for the weekend or something I didn't know about. <laughs> classic um (laughs) all right well listen i i am glad i was in episode number two feel free to have me on again for episode 102 or we'll keep that on the list (laughs) please do i'll throw that on the board for now yeah i'm i'm looking but i'm looking forward to seeing how this grows by that time we'll be rolling in dough rolling in it yes cash Mm-hmm. No, no, he means actual dough. Move oh, on. oh, yeah. that's kind of gross. Yeah, I don't want to see that. A little bit, but I, he, it's his thing. I don't. Makes know for a tasty pizza, though. <laughs> yeah. Ew, ew, ew. Um, Clean, a little salty, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to this show? Isn't that what? Ge- oh. Isn't that what Jared did with the footlongs? Oh no! Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, unfortunately, it was only 11 inches. Oh, oh. my goodness. <laughs> and with that, kids. I too th- soon, I, man. That, yeah. Too soon. That's a good, that's a really, that's really a good horrible, a good place to end it. Yes, oh. absolutely. Well, this, this has been a pleasure, gentlemen. Brian, it was a blast, man. Brian, Thanks so much for coming thank on. Thank you so much. And putting up with us. And Absolutely. And for asking and, those hard questions like, what is this? What? Yes. What are we doing? What is wrong That's important. With you? That is important. <laughs> you know, we're still, you know, we're finding this out as we go. And that's, that's important. Well, so. when you, when you do finally figure it out, call me again. We will. We will. And then I'll, and we then will. I will look and see what damage you guys have done and, and, and see, and see how the ship is still floating. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking yes. forward to it. the Brian ship. Cool. The Brian ship. Yes. Cool. The BS. I like Very it. Cool. Oh, not even more BS. There you go. Love it. All right, fellas. <laughs> See ya. All right. Thank Take you, Brian. Thank you. Our chat is now over. Our guest has departed. Now here's the rest of the show. Yeah. So <laughs> that was good. That was a little embarrassing for me. Uh, <laughs> Why? Well, because apparently I was sitting in prison all night when we were while we were recording the interview. <laughs> but uh, you know, you know, sometimes sometimes you need a quiet place to work, mm-hmm. and so, and surprisingly, a jail cell can be very well padded. I don't know, mm-hmm. at least a padded cell. Uh, <laughs> Some people say I belong in that, but that's that's a whole other story. Thanks, mm-hmm. mom. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> So yeah, no. Um, what was your? Did you have a particular takeaway from the interview? Something that? Oh, he, I, I he just inspired me. I loved his energy. Yeah, yeah. That's. And he's I, been I like that as like long it, as I've known him. So right. Kinda, I felt like we were being interviewed at first. What? What is this? What are we doing here? <laughs> what? Is, what is this? I want to. Let's make some money. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know. I think it's. Uh, it would be good. <laughs> Talk to us you know, more. I think it's, 
<laughs> I prefer to I prefer to think if we focus on the quality first, the money will come. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. And that was certainly uh, I will say that was certainly the most energetic podcast we've had so far. So far, interview. Of the th- so of the three I, of the three <laughs> <laughs> of the three slash two that we've had. You know, yeah. His was by uh, far the most recent. Yes. That is good. <laughs> Let us post them all now in order of production. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, very inspirational. Uh, yeah, no, he, no. He and just uh, very, very energetic. He is. I love the way that he approaches not only his own, you know, his branding and his, you know, his standup, but but that, you know, there's that aspect which you know he clearly says is a very, very small part of it, but the rest of it is being your own business and yeah, you know, being yeah. entrepreneurial and knowing all the. You know, knowing all of the all of the aspects and angles of your business, right? And that you was, know? and that's something he's always, yeah, touched on as long as I've known him. Yeah. Is that idea of, um, and the the tagline from the products that he sells, like Performer Track, he's like, treat your business as a business, right? You know, and being able to run it that way, right? And I forgive me, Brian, if I paraphrase that wrong, but um, the idea that act that actors especially are. You're essentially you're running your own small business, yeah. and your your product is you. So you yeah. need to be able to have everything in line yeah. to uh, to succeed in the business and right. be able to build those relationships, right? And, right. and that and, kind of thing. And, so and you know what? I didn't get a sense that he was in it for the money. I, I thought no, no, I, I felt like he was yeah. more into it to help people, which is great. I I love that this guy. And I've never, I, know, yeah, and I've never gotten that sense from him. Yeah, either. I mean, I just in, met in him. With that, you know, I was so, like, yeah. get, yeah, we'll call you. Yeah, he honestly, yeah, I, I mean, I always get that sense that he he's a, a big believer in what he says. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, and he, you know, it to, to borrow the phrase from Google, he eats his own dog food. You mm-hmm. know, and so yeah, yeah, he uses those products himself. And Absolutely, well, that's he knows how, it started, how to manage it, and right? he's done okay. So yeah, 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 you know, which all led up to uh, his voicing the character of Who Flung Poo in the animated movie Pup. Apparently, if you look uh-huh. at his IMDb page, Who Flung um, Poo, Who Flung Poo, yes. Mm. Uh, no, it's uh, he, but they, he and his partner Christina. I mean, they produce a lot of stuff too. Um, that's more her thing. She, like she produces a lot of projects that she ends up in as well. And, yeah, and that's that idea of actors creating their own content right. and putting stuff out there, like yeah, this podcast, exactly. And, and things. So, good, I mean, good sense of play, you know. Like I, I, I oh yeah, you know. And it was, uh, it was kind of late when we finished up you know, recording that interview and that's true. the fact that they were going to jump into a brainstorming session and, and create some content. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, amazing. So. Yeah. I love well, the energy. Right. It's very inspirational. Well, my, I really my guess is he's probably him. not, my guess is if he's, it's, it's late, late for, late for those of us who have normal jobs for actors. It's really not that late. I guess it is relevant. No, right? Yeah. It is. You mean like my dad? Hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so no, it was a great interview and hopefully the start of many more great interviews to come. And Absolutely. So Brian, what is an interesting thing that you have found this week? You know what? I, I'm glad you asked because I, this morning uh, I, I was introduced to a product. It's a Mac product. It's an Apple product, not an Apple. Oh. Product. It's for the Mac mm-hmm. and it's called Wi-Fi Explorer and Wi-Fi Explorer Basically, what it does is it's a Wi-Fi analyzer, uh, very simple to use, and you can actually see what channels are being used in your neighborhood or in proximity of your laptop, for example, Ah. right? And so let's say, let's say, for example, 
you notice that your Wi-Fi is kind of slow, kind of dropping out all the time, not quite sure what's going on. You maybe got one bar. You're like, what the heck? I'm sitting right next to the thing. Why do I only have one bar? And you fire this thing up and it will show you every Wi-Fi network within range. And so it's very possible because the way that Wi-Fi works is that even though you are on your own dedicated network, there's only so many channels to that band. So you got the 2.4 gigahertz band or the 5 gigahertz. There's only so many channels. And you may be sharing a channel with a neighbor, for example. And if you're both fighting for bandwidth, right? Somebody's somebody's going to lose, right? So you're sharing bandwidth. And so the whole point of this thing is to fire it up and then maybe look for a channel that nobody's using, right? So you get more bandwidth and you're not stepping on each other. So mm-hmm. Wi-Fi okay. Explorer. Yeah. Wi-Fi wi- Explorer. Wi-Fi okay. Explorer. Yeah. That and was actually we'll have, a very we'll have a link cool. for that in the show notes. Yes. So. Very cool product. All right on. Okay. I downloaded and installed it today. And it, yes. it does what it says. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's got a lot of five-star reviews. It's, it's good yeah, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Very cool. Very How about cool. you? What do you got? I... Shock of shocks, being the nerd that I am. My my interesting thing this week is not a product. It's more of an experience. Is it? Uh, yes. As as many people, as as the entire world is aware by now, uh, as of this recording, the final trailer for Star Wars Episode Seven dropped this week. It sure did. Um, they got 112 million views on YouTube in the first 24 hours. Remarkable. If you were not one of those people, or even if you were one of those people, I challenge you to go to YouTube, play the trailer, and not watch it. Just listen to it. Uh, if you close your eyes and just let the sound mm-hmm. go, well, just listen to only the sound of it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And the layers that it adds on as the trailer gets fuller and fuller and the music. And I think one of my one of my sound design friends had said, whoever – you know, whoever scored this trailer is like a god. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. and it's amazing work. Uh, truthfully, if if I could spend like a thousand bucks and take that guy to dinner, I would just because I really love to pick his brain mm. about how they did that and yeah. layered it all together because it's such a wonderful build and it's very emotionally stirring, right? In a way that I didn't expect. And the first time when I watched it, when I actually watched it, it was the first time I saw the trailer. I wasn't super impressed, only because. I'd already seen half the stuff from the teaser. Like the teasers I thought were better built. Yeah. And then, and then I just, and I sat there and I listened to it and it kind of enhanced my experience be like, okay, now I'm, now I am more excited for the movie. Yeah. I mean, I was already excited, but now it's like, ah, yeah. You know? So I think it's, um, you know, Christmas time can't come fast enough. Oh boy. Uh, for me to see that. Cause I really want to see the force away. I'm curious as to, I didn't know the force was asleep. Mm. You know, it's kind of, I'm curious to see where all this is going for, for those who haven't read or, you know, live under a rock or whatever with star Wars episode seven coming out. It's about 30 years have passed yep. since the ending of return of the Jedi. And so yep. for some reason, the Jedi have all been basically all but forgotten. They've almost just become like an urban legend. Which seems weird for thirty years to have passed, and that's it. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like really mm-hmm. you haven't seen anything. Mm-hmm. I just what have you been and, doing? And part of that, I think part of that is the confusion that comes from the expanded universe or the former the former semi canon expanded universe, which is now not canon at all. Mm. Um, more's the pity because there's some great stories out there. 
But I think it's it, it becomes this idea of, so what happened in those intervening years? And Disney is going out, Lucasfilm, I should say, as a subsidiary of Disney, hmm. is going out of their way to build this new canon that occurs, like all the stuff that happened in between Jedi and The Force Awakens. So there's books coming out every month. There's stuff. They actually have this whole initiative called Journey to the Force Awakens. So they're releasing new books. They're releasing new comics. They're releasing all of this stuff to kind of fill in that gap in between. I'm not reading any of it right now. I might later after the movie comes out. Like I want to wait because I want to see what they say in the movie itself. Yep. Even though the books and the comics now that that they are releasing are considered canon um, I wanted to wait because it's like I have I picked up some hints from things I've read online, but I'm like, all right, I, I'm curious. I want to see how they I want to see how JJ presents it in the movie hmm. and does that kind of thing. It It's interesting because and one extra fun bit from from the trailer, just listening to the trailer as it gets. It's very um, reminiscent of the composers that he's used in movies past, hmm. even though for this one, officially, the composer of the film is is John Williams. Hmm. Uh, I'm curious about. It sounds like Michael Giacchino, who actually scored Star Trek, oh. the uh, the Star Trek reboot. And it's funny because you get to the climax. I have to expect the Enterprise to come out of warp and start firing at things <laughs> to save something? the day. It was kind of like I'm like, oh, that's what Han and Chewie are staring at in the sky. Uh, <laughs> it was sort of just a comical because the music, the way it builds, and, and the key that it's in could almost transition into that mm-hmm. into the into the rebooted Star Trek theme. It's like, oh my God, you know, mm-hmm. it's gonna and I suspect somewhere on the internet somebody will troll Star Wars fans everywhere by cutting that together eventually. Oh. Somebody will do it. If somebody hasn't, that is a fantastic if they haven't idea already, that you but I think somebody will there. do it. I yeah, if yeah. I get see if I can get my editing skills up to snuff for that. I saw a funny picture. Um, I talk about funny. So uh, somebody had put together a Star Wars poster, but it is Star Balls. No, what is it? Uh, space Balls. Star Balls. Oh, Space Balls. And, and it says the Schwartz Awakens. Mm. <laughs> and then somebody was like, Mel Brooks, please do this. That would be, that would be, yeah. Uh, that, that's the search for more money right there. Star Balls. Uh, what, what the heck was I think? Space Balls. I don't know. Yeah, Star Balls. Star Balls. <laughs> Maybe you were thinking of Space Trek and then... Space, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that was either, but that's okay. That was <laughs> me. Yeah, that was me getting into a cold yeah. pool. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well, this seems like a good place to wrap this up after... <laughs> Why not? After the after the uh, indignities I've suffered in the interview... <laughs> <laughs> No, it's good. If anything else, it I've never seen you so quiet. <laughs> uh, you know, I have to say it was, you know, it, it's hard to, well, I want to let him talk, you know, yes, to be of fair course. and right. give him the mic, you know, it's, no, it's, he was we're a, interviewing him. It's like, no. I'm not capitalizing on the show. No, so no, no. it's, no, it was a real pleasure meeting him and talking with him. Yeah, no, absolutely. Sure. And, and when we get to episode one, one Oh three slash two, yes, we'll have to have, <laughs> About to have him on for episode 103 and just call it episode 102 again. (laughs) Or episode, we'll we'll call it episode two again. Yes. Or something like that. Yeah. We'll we'll figure it out. But uh, that, that, that will be funny for sure. So hopefully that will give us some guidance in the future and. We can move on to further epithet. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. I I lost a train of thought. It's gone. It's gone. Forget it. So thank you everybody for joining us. You can, 
Uh, if you haven't already, you can um, visit our website at briantrustpodcast.com. You can subscribe to the RSS feed there or subscribe through iTunes yeah. or um, or your favorite podcast player, such as Overcast, which we are on, shockingly, still. I, um, you can get in touch with us. We're on Twitter, at Brian Trust Podcast. Mm-hmm. Or no, at The Brian Trust. Sorry, I forgot uh. about that. Uh, you can find me personally on Twitter at, at @actorgeek and Brian, where are you at? I'm at, at @bselke b s e l k e. We also have a Facebook page um, as well. I think it's. I always forget the URL for the Facebook page. Why do I do that? Facebook.com/slash. I believe Trust. it's the Brian Trust. I believe it is. Facebook.com slash The Brian Trust. You can like us there. If you do subscribe to us through iTunes, please rate and review the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, be generous. Be kind. <laughs> um, we're just silly. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, we're, we welcome feedback of all sorts. Right. And if there's something you want to have us talk about, or if you're named Brian and you want to be on the show. Yes, absolutely. If you're mm-hmm. a Brian or you know a Brian, you think it might be a fun person to talk to of any stripe any walk of life we don't care yeah um we're happy to talk to anybody and everybody as long as their name isn't spelled with a y i know we got schooled on that one didn't we it's actually okay guys you can come in <laughs> we're not very picky <laughs> yeah that's we can't we can't be right now we yeah. can't afford to be picky <laughs> we won't tell vermeer that we did that yes it'll be fine <laughs> And if he and if he listens to this, sorry, Brian. <laughs> right. We I I swore now now we need to at least make an effort because I swore you did swear that we, I did swear you swear a lot during never, this podcast too. I that's true. <laughs> it's all edited out. Stop it. I swore it and there, we can go back to the interview. We can go back to the tape for this. I swore that Brian with a I Brian with a Y would never be seen on this podcast. So. Well, Take from that what you will. Thank you, everybody, for joining <laughs> us for the Brian Trust. I'm Brian E. Smith, and my co-host has been Brian Selke. And until next time, yeah, our Brians are fried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>